Ghetto Good Girl podcast. I am your host, Justice Antica. And I just want to let you know, you are not living your life for yourself. If you think that you're selfish, let me just let me just put that out here, okay? There is someone you are supposed to be connected with. Your pain, your trauma, all that is meant to set somebody else free. So don't be selfish with your story, with your testimony. That's why I don't even understand why churches took testimony time out of church. It don't even make sense to me, right? I guess people were saying church was too long. But honestly, how long do you expect for deliverance? Like, if you're really going through something, what you want somebody to be like, look, talking to you is too long. I can't talk to you this long. you like, look, I'm really going through it. No, I only can give you 30 minutes, 5 minutes, 10 minutes. No, it is no amount of time that should be on your deliverance. But okay, I digress on that. <clears throat> if the Holy Spirit leads you to talk to someone, and you don't, and they die and they sin, the blood on your hands, point blank, period. That's what Ezekiel 338 is saying. If I say to the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak to warn the wicked to turn from his ways, that wicked person shall die in his iniquity, but his blood I will require at your hands. Yeah, he gonna die in his sin, but the blood on your hands. It is your duty. To spread the gospel in your own unique way. You do not have to be T.D. Jakes. Okay? You don't have to be Sarah Jakes. You have to be you. That's it. That's it. That's all. Everybody is not for me. Everybody is not for justice. Justice is a different breed, baby. Okay? Okay? <laughs> I mean, for real, the saints are getting mad at the curr. Like, period. But, hey, everybody ain't for me. Click off. You know what I mean? I'm okay with that. We also don't have to beat it into them. You know what I'm saying? Like, say what you got to say. It ain't our job to walk behind them and go, hey, no, don't steal. Hey, no, don't do Just say it. Whatever God put on your heart to tell them, the Holy Spirit going to minister the rest to them. Okay? Allow the Holy Spirit to speak through you and then go on. Plant the seed and the Holy Spirit going to do the rest. That's why I have my podcast. I like to have those thought-provoking conversations because maybe you never heard of it in his life. Let the Holy Spirit just minister to you. He going to do the rest in a way that best fits your life. And we all different. You know what I mean? We all a little different. We all the same. That's the best part about life. You know. We all bleed blood, but we all walk a different light. But we all got to walk it. You get what I'm saying? He really has been dealing with me lately on my childhood, though. And, like, some really horrible stuff that happened to me in my childhood. And I don't know who he really wants me to minister to. But he has uh, been really trying to bring me out of my shell of feeling ashamed about being raped. And just a lot of what I didn't even know I was just kind of... A lot of the stuff in my sinful days, I was just coping so that I didn't have to think about, feel. If anybody even made me feel for a hot second how I felt in my childhood, they got to go. I mean, like, I mean, I just met you and you're giving me a feeling and I got to go. <laughs> I mean, literally, I ran from everything and I 
figured and it came to me really kind of last night I run from stuff because I couldn't run then so I have to protect me like that was all my, always my I'm gonna protect justice nobody protect me I got me though you know what I mean so to write about it in a book is it takes a lot of courage and I've been working on this book though but what if it's someone contemplating committing suicide from the hurt and the pain and the trauma and just by talking to me, she live on? If I don't take that opportunity, though, and I don't say anything and then she go and she do it, then her blood on my hand. And I just can't have that. Like, the goal is to make it to heaven and it take obedience. And obedience is better than sacrifice. The sacrifice of having to open up and talk about what happened to me. The obedience of her blood not being on my hand is so much better than that sacrifice of wanting to not let anybody know that I, this happened to me. Don't ask me why I'm like that. You, you might want to shout it from the rooftop. We all different, okay? We all have our own thorn in our side. That's, that's just, it is what it is. But if it's bothering you, it's something that needs to be dealt with, talked about, or somebody might need your help with it. Because I really hadn't thought about it in years. And lately, it's been beating me down. So I don't know who it is. I don't know who's going through it. I don't know if it's a young girl or somebody like me who it happened to a long time ago. And it has resurfaced. I don't know. Maybe it hadn't even happened to this person yet. And I'm not going to meet this person till October. Or maybe I won't never meet this person. But they'll read my book. And then it'll be in there. And that'll give them their, their deliverance or whatever. But I just got to be obedient to the call of God. And that's what I'm encouraging y'all to do. Is to be obedient to the call of God. Whatever it is, it could have been that wreck that you had and now your back still hurt and you can't walk right. And then somebody else who feel like they life over because they got a limp. You never know. God might be about to heal you of that little pimp walk you got. But first, he needs you to meet the person with the limp so that they don't feel like they are alone. So they don't feel like nobody likes them and they can't move on and my life is over because I got a limp. They need to meet you and see, hey, I did it. I got it. God is good. And you you know what I mean? And you tell your testimony. And then a year from now, boom, you wake up one day, you walking right. But you have to do the will of the Lord. Or the blood is going to be on your hands. And don't be like, I never murdered. You murdered somebody. If the Holy Ghost, you in Walmart, and he said to say to the lady in front of you, man, I like your short haircut. I used to have my haircut shut like, just like that. But you like, I don't want to talk to strangers. And she probably don't care. My hair used to be short. And the whole time she's sitting here saying, I'm ugly. No man ever going to want me. The devil is beating her up. 
She People be looking like they okay on the outside. And on the inside, they are in turmoil. They going through it. And we don't know, but the Holy Spirit know. And that's why he led you to go to that Walmart that you don't never go to. Go to the checkout line where you know you normally go through the self-checkout. and But the self-checkout closed today. Now you in this line. You really a little bit mad because you only had two items. And the lady in front of you had a basket full. But really, she just doing that, you know, we call, you know, women, what we call retail therapy she's just really been in there picking up stuff because she really don't feel good and her husband ain't been coming home and her kids acting crazy and she cut her hair off thinking that it'll make her feel better but now she feel like maybe i shouldn't cut my hair off and nobody's ever gonna love me and my husband probably cheating on me and and all you had to say is i really like your hair i had my hair short like that you make me want to get my hair short again and that lady could have walked out of that place feeling so much better could have been able to rebuke the devil and not even know you rebuking the devil. We don't even know. Sometimes we are rebuking the devil with our words. Yup, man. Okay. God let you go. And you only cut your hair because it was a bet. Somebody bet you $100 you wouldn't cut your hair. You're like, girl, it's just hair clip. And this might not be your story, I'm telling you, but come on now. Use your common sense. <laughs> At some point, we have to be obedient. The Holy Spirit is moving all the time. He's telling us to do stuff all the time. He's telling us to go. We need that. Lord, help us with discernment. Help us soften our hearts, Lord God, that we will hear your spirit and we will move when the spirit is telling us to move and we'll be obedient to the spirit, Lord God. Bring this message back up at any point in time where we need to be obedient to your spirit, Lord God. We do not want to hinder the blessings and the miracles that you have, not only for ourselves, but for others. Don't you know you'll be blessed by doing the will of God would you rather have a blessing or a punishment would you rather your father be like I can trust her to go and help such and such or would you rather him be like man she ain't gonna do it I really need her to help such and such but she ain't she just oh god I asked her so many times she just she just won't get up and go do it because she's too scared and insecure and she thinks somebody going to think this of her. When you get out of that point of, I think people going to think of me a certain type of way, your life going to change. Let me tell you something. God had to deliver me of that. God delivered me of that last year. I used to be like, oh, people going to look at me this way. People, I used to stay in the house. Man, let me tell you something. I was in the, in the car last night doing my hair. When I said wedding it, I had a towel around my neck. I had a whole beauty shop in the car last night. Like, man, I got to do my hair. I'm putting, girl, man, let me tell you something. I used to be like, people are looking at me and I don't. Now I'd be like, and so <laughs> what you looking at? Why, why, why you looking? If you got something to say, say it. <laughs> it took a lot of deliverance last year. It took me going to jail too, though. You ain't got no freedom in jail. Everybody looking at you crazy. <laughs> it took a lot of deliverance last year, and I ain't going back. I won't go back to that bondage of thinking, I don't want to go in here and be alone. And when I go in here, people going to look at me, and I don't want to go out to eat by myself. Now I go out to eat by myself. Baby. I'm, about to, I'm about to smash. I put a movie on or something, but I'm about to eat. <laughs> why is you looking what you looking at <laughs> you want to come over here you want to talk you come over here and talk Shoot. it's a certain type of boldness that come with having the holy spirit so holy spirit i hope that you lay heavily upon everybody that's listening 
because it really going to change your life. He really going to change your life for the better. He really going to change your life for the better. He ain't just some spirit that fall on you in church and make you go, oh, 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 shut up, y'all, da, da. Like he, <laughs> for real, he is your best friend, your comforter. He is, for real, for real, your comforter. Yeah, that's what you need when you're sitting outside of this place that you always want to try, but your friends don't want to try. Nobody want to go there with you, but you want to go, and you scared to get out your car. You need the comforter. Holy Holy Spirit, we going in here together. I need you to be my friend, my friend to the end. Let's go. And you had a best time. He'll send somebody to hang with you. You never thought that you would be cool with somebody of another race. And now you sitting here like, yeah, we're having the best time ever. Man, y'all better stop being scared. Scared money don't make no money. Hey, scared money don't make no money. Hey, hey, hey. Man, you better turn up for the Lord. <laughs> no cap. You better not have no blood on your hands because I done told you. I done told you. Don't get up there to heaven in that judgment line. You be like, Lord, I went to church. I, I did my part. And he's like, you remember that person that I told you to minister to? They were going through something. They were going through exactly what you was going through. And I helped you not to deal with that and to overcome it so that you would help them. And then what did they do? They turned around and killed their child because they were so stressed out from being a parent. But I helped you. Remember how I helped you with postpartum? She couldn't deal with it. She, I was trying to use you to help her. And now she didn't kill her baby. And then she wanted to turn around and kill herself because she couldn't deal with it. She couldn't believe that she did that. But I sent you to help her. I sent you to help her because you understood you were the, you were the only person in that area that was understanding what she was going through. And you didn't help them. Her baby's blood and her blood is on your hand. Man, think about being in judgment line, about to break down and cry. Like, as y'all I had to say, <laughs> it was just you needed some ashwagandha pills for your stress. Like, it was that easy. Like, for real. I mean, man, it's so practical. It's crazy. We all are going through something, and we, we all go through different things. Everybody walk of life ain't the same, but it's somebody out there that that you are supposed to be connected to. It is important for you to get your life right. It is important for you to get saved. It is important for you to give your life over to God. Because once you do that, he can go ahead and put you on your mission to help the person that you were destined to help. You were born to help somebody else who were going to be born and who were going to go through something. And he allowed you to go through it because he knew you were strong enough to overcome it. So that when you met them and they was not over able to overcome it the way you overcame it, you will be able to help them and they will be able to get to their deliverance. And God will get the glory. It's about giving God glory. You're not here to work and die. You are here to do the work of God. He did not put breath in your body for you to sing your favorite song every day and to hang out and to talk mess with your homeboys and homegirls. He put breath in your body to speak the word of God. You are on an assignment. And if you're not doing your assignment, you are going to burn and perish in hell. And that's the realest I can get. That's it. Uh, Lord, I hope that everybody that listens to this you deliver them of the the shame of the guilt you deliver them of the insecurities i rebuke and bind the battle in the mind i send it back to the pits of hell i thank you lord god for all that you're doing all that you're going to do 
We give you all the honor, the glory, and praise on today. If y'all want to talk about this more, y'all know y'all can reach out to me on the Ghetto Good Girl Facebook page. If you want to continue to support this podcast, because I pray that this is helping y'all, make sure to head over to the Ghetto Good Girl Etsy page. I mean, there's stuff on there starting at a dollar. I just appreciate everything that y'all do to keep this on all the platforms. We're trying to get it back up on YouTube, but we are needing a little bit of assistance. Um, but yeah, it's going to be on back on YouTube real shortly. If you haven't watched the ones that's on YouTube, go watch them. <laughs> uh, right now, I'm just going to be real honest and transparent. I'm looking for somewhere to be able to record. Uh, that's, that's the whole point. I don't want to have to record in different places constantly. I need an area dedicated to record my podcast. So that's what's going on. Y'all, my friends, I ain't got nothing to hide. Ain't no shame in my game, big dog. (laughs) But yeah, just remember, I love you, but God love you so much more. Be blessed.